Our guest today is someone I met on LinkedIn for the first time through her HR representative at Lane Construction. Lindsay reached out to me through LinkedIn when she saw one of my posts about Women Construction Forum. And she said, I have this female engineer that would really like to get plugged into your group. So we met through LinkedIn and it feels like, I think that was like two years ago and it feels like a lifetime. Hey everyone, welcome to the Women Talk Construction Podcast, where we discuss women in construction and other non-typical careers. My name is Christy Powell, and I'm with my co-host, Angela Gardner. Thanks for joining us today. I am so proud of her and all of her accomplishments, and I can't wait for y'all to hear them because they're just they're awesome. And she has this huge, bright future in front of her too. But the, the last thing I want to say too, is she's very much an advocate for women in construction. And she is a part of our third video of Women Construction Forum. So maybe you can check that out too. But I'll go on ahead and pass it over to Christy to introduce her. Hi, we're so excited that Elizabeth is part of our podcast today. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about Elizabeth's background. Elizabeth grew up and attended college in Morgantown, West Virginia. She graduated from WVU in 2016 with a degree in mining engineering and a minor in environmental protection. She began her career at Kiwit in their underground district and lived in Nebraska and South Dakota. Elizabeth left Kiwit to join Lane Construction in South Carolina, where she became involved in the Women's Construction Forum. She's in the process of moving to Washington, D.C. for Lane's 495 Next project that will begin construction later this fall. She has way too many hobbies for how much she works. You have to make life interesting somehow. Elizabeth's favorite is skiing. So, Elizabeth, we're really glad to have you on here and your exciting news that we were able to um, hear about your promotion and move into Washington, D.C. That's so exciting. Yeah. So we've got a couple of questions for you. What inspired you to get into the industry? So I've kind of come full circle. When I was little, I would always help my dad around the house, building decks, swing sets, fixing stuff around the house. And then that expanded into, I wanted to be an architect. I wanted to build the homes. We built a home when I was younger. I thought that that was really cool. Um, and then I got into mining engineering because what's cooler than designing a mine and touching material that no one has ever touched before. I thought that that was just like the bee's knees, but anyways, I had that all lead me into underground tunneling construction. And then I took the chance to move into more of above ground highway, heavy civil construction. And it's opened like a world of possibilities because I learn something new almost every day. It's like going back to school, but you don't have to go back to school. You just learn from the people around you. Yeah, I love that. That's probably the most favorite thing about the industry to me too, is every day is a new experience. Every job is a new challenge or way to open up your mind, right? Yeah, and you can have the same objective, but it's going to be a different process to get there. Yes. Yeah. And to me, that's fun. That's challenging. I'm very analytical. I bet you are too. Yes. Aren't you? Yes. And efficiencies are probably my biggest thing. Like I want everything to be really, really efficient. Yes. I don't want to do anything twice. No, no. 
Like I want to figure it out so we can do it once and only once. I love that. And then at the end, it's going to be gorgeous, right? Exactly. I want to know what maybe was your biggest hurdle so far in your journey? I would say my biggest hurdle, I always wanted to move and travel places and construction allows you to do that. But at the same time, it takes you away from enjoying simple moments with friends and family when you don't live close to them. And so that's probably the biggest hurdle I've had to overcome is the like not comparing my life and my path to other people who work in a totally different industry than me. I mean, construction is its own industry. It, it, it's its own beast. And the moment I could differentiate that, everything got easier. When I could forgive myself for missing weddings and missing girls trips and missing holidays at home. Yeah. I knew that my experience was still worth it. Yeah, I'm sure. Wow. That was vulnerable. Thank you so Mm -hmm. much for sharing that. We as females, I think we tend to live with guilt of some sort or another. And how cool is it that you have figured out quickly how to overcome that? That's awesome. I mean, it was hard, but I went to, my parents got married right after college and I grew up thinking that that's what you did. Like you got married after college and you moved to a town with all of your friends from college and then you had kids and you all like, you know, lived this little happy life. And my friends look, we look entirely different than that. Um, We live all across the country and we've had to navigate accepting that we have put focus on our careers. And so it's been challenging, but it's working out right now. Like I'm convinced being happy and like having the positive mindset is like in actually making everything about your job fun is how to and actually enjoy like a 50 hour work week. Well, you're one of the happiest people I know. <laughs> Always a smile. Evidently it's working. We're going to take a quick break for our sponsor. Brian Knox with B Knox Photography. Brian's a commercial photographer based in Greenville. He specializes in photographing people hard at work, particularly in skilled trades like construction, auto mechanics, and tree care. Brian's mission is to take photos that demonstrate the dignity of hard work. His favorite things to photograph are construction projects, heavy equipment, and everyday heroes doing their job in work boots and hard hats. Thank you, Binox Photography, for supporting Women Talk Construction, Women in Construction, and for supporting Women Confidence Builders at our events. Elizabeth, so what would you advise younger generations when they want to enter the the industry, what they should look for or do or or know about? So my best advice, and then this turns into kind of now how I live every day, is I had a boss tell me that it's just business. So I take a lot of pride in my work. I had to remove the personal aspect of it because at the end of the day, it's a job, it's a work, it's a service, it's a, it's a product. Right. So when he taught me that, like that, it's just business and I was able to use that. It helped me manage work and then it allowed Mm -hmm. me to look at work as fun. It takes the pressure off. When you think about how much you spend time at work, 
more than any place you else. You have to make it enjoyable. <laughs> like you can't live. I, I don't like the saying live for your weekends. You need to live for work. That's where you spend most of your time. So I pride myself on making everything enjoyable, whether it's like cleaning up an oil spill, uh, the equipment breaks down. So you have to do something different for the day. Uh, you have to solve a problem because there's an existing feature that wasn't in your plans. And you have, it, it's, it's the adventure. It's having the sense of adventure in your job. I actually told that to somebody the other week and because they were over erosion control in a job, which can just be really boring. And I was like, you have to find how you can make it fun. Yeah. And not take things so personally. It's work. Yeah, I just right. can't tell you if I had hearts on this podcast, there would be like a million hearts going on right now because <laughs> it is so awesome to hear you say that it's so true and so inspirational because a lot of people, we just get stuck in those ruts, right? Mm-hmm. Where we go to work and come home and go to work and come home. But that's not really what life is all yeah. about. Life is about enjoying every moment. It's like like uh, my current job, we go to Starbucks, like in the middle of the day, we just that's what I'm like talking we drive about. <laughs> job and we go to Starbucks and we get a, a coffee drink. And, but it's doing things like that, that just break the mundaneness up and bring the morale yes. and just make going to work fun. And I think a lot of it too, is who you work for, right? Because you enjoy your job and you appreciate your company too. Oh, I love who I work for. <laughs> I love that. Love hearing that too. Yeah. So do you think that your happiness and your decision to be positive every day is equal to the success that you found? I would, but I would also mention that even though I'm, I'm happy and my, I'm positive, I've run into this problem. I expect the same from other people and that yeah, makes tough. it hard for people to like approach me on certain things. So that's my new endeavor your expectations. Yeah. It's a hard one. When I mean, that was a hard thing for me to learn in my career. How about you, Christy? I'm still learning it. (laughs) I'm still working on it, but I'm, I'm really trying to, what I found was I'm really trying to meet people where they're at instead of expecting them to be like me. It's really about communication, right? It is. And meeting them where they're at, they, they tend to open up and take that wall down where you have an opportunity to be a positive influence on them. Otherwise, if you have those expectations, it builds a wall and they think that, oh, I'm not like her. I can't be that. Right. But if you meet them where they're at, then, then you're both going to see each other's perspective. So that's good though. I mean, it's good that you realize that. I think that's the key to all of the things. Angela and I were just talking about that the other day is awareness. But I think that that does help me because it inspires curiosity and just where I'm always looking to improve my processes. I'm looking Mm -hmm. to have the best of the best, refine, refocus. And that's really what has pushed me, I think, because I'm willing to try something new. I'm willing to have those tough conversations and try to save money, try new products try new things. It's important as we create, like construction needs to be innovative because we need to continue into the future. I think curiosity is a a must have in this industry. Don't you? In all things. Yeah. All things. Yeah. Especially our, our industry. 
Iron Elk is a certified woman-owned small business that focuses on safety products to protect your most valuable asset, your employees. They work hard with the very best manufacturers in safety and have the expertise to back it up. From safety apparel to personal protective equipment to non-slip floor mats to arc flash assessment and measurement of your energy, we have partnered with the safety professionals that you can trust. Elizabeth, why don't you share with us a little bit? I know that you've had some mentors in your life, and I'm sure you're going to be a mentor someday, but will you share with us some of those experiences that you've had? Yeah. So mentorship I've learned looks different. Like your mentors don't all have to look the same or be the same. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to have different mentors in different stages of their own progress. So my two favorite mentors um, from my early start, they launched me into mining engineering. They got me underground. They um, told me all the different things I could do with the degree. And then they supported me down my heavy civil path. And now they think that I'm going to be their boss one day. No, just kidding. But (laughs) um, (laughs) that's that's where they think I'm going. Uh It might happen. And then my first boss ever is still probably one of my biggest mentors. He just gave me advice and nurtured me in ways that it was just an enjoyable experience. Like your first job out of college, he just helped me navigate like how to act, what to wear. Um, That's one thing that. Oh, that's really important. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have that every day. Yeah. And now we Mm -hmm. still call each other and I still will ask. He helped me about with, I improved on time management a couple of years ago and he helped me through that. So I think I'm like unique until I met you all. I didn't have a ton of female mentors and females to look up to. So that's been really cool. How has that changed? your perspective and your life, having um, women in your life that are in the same industry and understand things that you do. It just shows me that I can more or less have my cake and eat it too. A lot of people want to tell females that you, you can't have the career mm. and have the family. Mm. And through you all, I've been able to see that you can have the career and you can have the family. You can be a rock star at work and you can be the greatest mom ever. Oh, how sweet is that? Gosh, you <laughs> can't get any better than that for a compliment, right? I know. <laughs> that I didn't realize this until like a couple of months ago, but my own mother is probably my biggest mentor. She has always been in positions where she's been an executive or like sitting like on Salvation Army boards and city council meetings where she's one of the only females in the room. And so I got to see her like that from a young age. And just because of that, it just I always thought that that's just the way things were. So I think that bode well for me joining a male dominated industry is I didn't know that that was anything different because I've seen my mom do what she did. See it and you'll believe it, yeah. right? Right. That's what this podcast is all about. So we're hoping the younger generation will hear your story and they'll see it and they'll believe it. 
right? right. And right. they'll want to be in our industry too. And we can fix the workforce development situation in no oh, time. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We all need people to work for us. <laughs> we do. We totally do. Yeah. I was going to say we're all in that boat, right? We all need people everywhere. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that you would like to share with um, the younger generation or maybe not the younger generation, but anybody that is timid about joining the industry? It's not as bad as you think it is. It's once you get used to it, it's, I think it's like the most rewarding work. Um, I agree. Like one of the most Me rewarding too. professions you could be in. I mean, how cool is it to say to somebody that you built that building? I mean, we improve people's lives every day. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. The rewards are so great that, I, and I think that's what we need to get out in the country about our industries, right? The rewards yeah. of what we do every day are so big. It's cool to drive down the road and, and then point out the window, <laughs> point out the window. Hey, yeah. I worked on that job. I worked on that job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not just a job. It's a career, yeah, right? It's, it's a whole experience, which I mean, I think, yeah. I think there's so many different industries that you, you just have a nine to five and construction is really like your life. Yes, it is really. It, consumes you. It's so interesting, right? It just consumes you. So can I ask a fun question before we close? Sure. We try to keep our podcast at about 20 minutes so that we can be respectful of everybody's time. But um, I'd like to know, you said you have more hobbies than you work. So can you share with us a few of the hobbies that you have? I'm curious. So I'll share with you, like, probably my favorite hobby that I don't do as much as I would like to, but it's kind of, I mentioned a story from it in my interview with Lane. And so I like to fly fish. And I actually just had a dream last night that I caught a fish that had two feet. Um, (laughs) That's so cute. um, So uh, when I lived in South Dakota, I went fishing a lot. And I, creeks out there are spring creeks. And so you have to sneak up on the fish. And so one time right before my last interview, I got poison ivy from head to toe. And so I had to take a pause in my interview to itch. And they were like, wait a second, if this girl can get on all fours to catch a fish, then imagine like what she can do for us. Like that's how they saw it. Ah, yeah. Oh, how creative. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I do too. Um, so, I mean, hobbies are important. I do puzzles. I take a clay class every Monday. I mean, I do ceramics. Oh, I um, love clay. I go on bike rides. I paint. I love to ski. That's where almost all of my paid time off goes is on ski trips. I love to spend time on the lake. I love it. Me too. So anytime you want to do something really exciting and adrenaline rushing, I, I'm, I'm in. Okay. Yeah. No moguls for me. Oh, but that's <laughs> what I love. <laughs> that's so funny. I love that you like to fly fish. I've always thought that was oh, yeah. really interesting, but I am very cold natured. So this thought of standing in cold streaming water is not really appealing to me. It's like golf. It's more frustrating to play golf than like any other frustrating <laughs> yeah, thing in your life. Fly fishing, you might not ever catch a fish, but to be out there and it's like very rhythmic. But not, you have to have that mindset that you're taking out all your energy during that time. Like that's the only thing you're focusing on. Right, right. Yeah. 
Well, I think it's getting close to time to close up. We really appreciate you being on, Elizabeth. You are totally yes, a rock star in what you do and celebrating your win recently and we'll continue celebrating it. It's really important to us and it's important to you. Very. And we just love the energy that you bring and that great big smile all the time, every time we see you. So keep up the good work and hopefully I'll see you in Washington, D.C. this year. So I'm excited to see you when um, when I'm up there. Yes, I'm excited for that. Yeah, yes. me too. It'll be fun. We got to get together. We'll have to make a vlog <laughs> yeah. whether we have one or not by then, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, thank you yeah. so much for taking time out of your day yeah. to thank you, Elizabeth. To us. Thank we really you. appreciate you. This was fun, and I was excited to have this opportunity. Great. So. Well, we're gonna do it again. I think yes, that's a great idea. Are. After you get into yes. your new position, yeah. you can like get on and tell us all the details of how fun it is and why. That would be cool. Well, thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you, ladies. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Well, that's all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Women Talk Construction Podcast with your hosts, Christy Powell and Angela Gardner. See you next time.